Yo, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, the Herald and Modcast. Welcome to the Herald and Modcast. It's your mom's favorite podcast. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I don't think so. It's the mom's cast. I don't think so. Maybe your mom because she's cool. Moms are pretty cool. Moms are cool. Know what else is cool? What? Saddam's are cool. (laughs) You know what else is really cool? What's that? Walking Dead returned. Yes. Walking Dead mid-season premiere. Is that what's cool? Yeah. Sounds cool to me. It sounds pretty cool. And it was one of the best episodes they've done. Ever. It was... Greg Nicotero directed it. It was a whole new approach to the show, kind of. Yes. It was a new, we haven't seen them sort of, you know, shoot an episode like this before. No, it was it, very artsy. And, and they kept referencing Terrence Malick. And it did sort of have a Terrence kind Malick of. kind of feel. See, Tree of Life, there's sort of, you know, it's sort of put together uh, visually. It sort mm-hmm. of tells the story a lot more visually and you understand what's going on without them having to tell you what's going on. And yeah, it was sort of like a poem. It was sort of like a visual poem, sort of like a sad ballad to sad. Tyrese's life. Yes. But well, I, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the episode, you're go, an ass. You're, yeah. You're go an see asshole. the episode first. Stop now because we're about to tell you something you're not going to want to hear. Teresa dies. Tyrese dies. Tyrese. Did I say Therese? You said Teresa. That's funny because someone on like Talking Dead called him Teresa too. I think Chris Hardwick called him Teresa. Your name's Teresa. Your name's Teresa. Yeah. Tyrese dies and it is incredibly sad and poetic though. The way they do it, it's very sort of beautiful and thoughtful and it's a nice send out. Yeah. Send off. Send off. It's a nice send off for the character that is Tyrese and especially the way they portrayed him in the show versus the way he's portrayed in the uh, comic book because his send off in the comic book isn't quite as uh, endearing. Or, no, uh, what, what, tell me what it is because I am not familiar. Well, in the comic book, basically Tyrese has uh, that takes the place of Herschel at okay. the prison. So, oh, so he's already dead. So at this he's point. basically he ha- he has his head cut off by what? the governor. Tyrese does in the same fashion, like in front of the yep. prison. Okay, pretty much okay. in the, almost the exact same fashion. Um, so I'm not sure when they decided to you know switch places with Herschel. Herschel dies also uh, in the comic book. Okay, but by not, this point, yes, he's okay. already dead. But there there's no um, there's no uh, hospital. There's no hospital, oh, okay. cop hospital in the in the comics. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about that to be honest. That yeah. was a device for Beth and sort of like to also to give yeah. more grief to them at this point. But you know the the what Tyrese keeping him alive in the TV universe version, I can see because well he was in two of the best episodes. He was in the one where yeah. Carol the smell the flowers episode, which yeah. is to shoot Lizzie. Yeah, and also just. His purpose, and he says this in the mid-season return, that his purpose was he protected Judith. Yeah, he got he her back her. to his father, her father. Yeah, and that was that's what he had to do that whole time when they were all separated was Carol and the baby yeah. and, and the two girls and him. And the thing about that is Tyrese is in the comic book almost from the very beginning. So that whole okay. thing, basically, after like the CDC, oh, I see what you mean. Rick yeah. meets Tyrese, and like they're in it, the prison together. Okay. They're in the against the governor together, and so by the okay. time Tyrese dies in the comic, he's already he's been he's in been for a in, while. Yeah. So yeah. when he's introduced in the show, 
you know, a lot of people, what is it, third season? It was he's a third introduced, season, yes. Right, and a lot of people were like, when is Tyrese going to be Yeah, I remember that. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and they had his trusty hammer. Cause the his hammer, trusty hammer. The hammer's yeah. in the comic, which is, you okay. know, they stay true to that and stuff. Yeah, it's a shame because Chad Coleman's a really good actor. Good actor, and what a job he did. Incredible performance, and it's really, it, it was, let's, let's sort of break down the episode. So, we... It's, there's a lot, as Greg Nicotero said on Talking Dead, there's a lot of misdirection because it starts with some sort of visual shots. You see like blood on a painting and then you see a grave being dug and yeah. you assume it's Beth. Yeah. And you see Beth though. And you, you see, see Beth, Beth and you and see, you see Lizzie Maggie crying and you see the girls, the dead girls and stuff. In the they, beginning? Yeah. They when, do these flashes. Oh, they do of these flashes of them. That's right. Yeah. And then you see blood dripping on a painting of a home. It's basically like symbolism that like you could never go home again right. kind of thing and then Which we see cool, man. yeah and, and we see like a burial and it's a burial we but we don't see who it is and then you see gabriel presiding over it and then flash to rick noah tyrese glenn and michonne, michonne all in the car and basically driving to get noah home they're like all devastated too they're all you know talking about beth and talking about their decisions and noah says you know like you know it was the right choice what we did was the right choice and terry's basically says you know it was gonna go the way it was gonna go regardless like whether whether, what whether we went in shooting or we went in stealth or you tried to you know make a deal it was gonna happen what was gonna happen was gonna happen it kind of alludes to like what happened what happened what to happens Tyrese. him yeah because you know what happens is what happens kind of thing and he kind of wants it to happen i, I think g- i guess you realize that by the end of it so they so they get to where noah's home is and it's kind of a gated community it is and yeah it's, it's it's destroyed it's been ransacked it's been ransacked but we think by people bad people not by zombies and there's definitely evidence of like marauders or foul yeah. play or yeah because like gross evidence because they have like there's gross torsos. gross as in abundantly or gross as in disgusting yeah because <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of both you could buy yeah. both gross evidence gross <laughs> <laughs> there's an abundance of evidence yeah. To, yeah no both because there's it is both there's yeah. carnage of you know limbs cut off and in and like scooped out scooped out and like it's just and it's just legs and there's all these like just sort of dismembered bodies and all that remains are the legs right and there's a sort of like blown out uh because you know it's a gated community so there's sort of this like concrete and metal uh sort of you know home style wall right whatever and it's blown open by what looks like tank fire or yeah a, something a bomb some bomb yeah, went yeah off. you're right there was sort of like some it, kind of blow they exploded yeah, it was all blown up and then in in that explosive uh, you know, exposed, uh, expo- exposed and exploded, exposed, <laughs> exposed. <laughs> exposed and exposed area are all of the bodies. These sort of exposed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you expose something by blowing it up, you explode, you exposed it, it. <laughs> you expose it. So, and it's, they're off sort of figuring out what they can salvage and it's clear. I well, mean, Noah has a fucking meltdown. Yeah, first. he's a meltdown because he sees that it's all been destroyed. It's all destroyed and there's walkers everywhere yeah. and houses are burned down and gutted and he has a meltdown yeah. and, you know, and they're there. And so Glenn and Rick and Michonne are like, well, we'll go fucking, you know, we got to, you know, we gotta salvage s- for recon, stuff. do some recon in the area. And Tyrese is like, I'll stay with the kid and. I'll talk to him. They make out and stuff. No, they fucking. But they have a nice talk where Tyrese kind of talks him off the ledge a little bit. He he basically says, you know, I well the reason I kept it together 
after he lost his what was his girlfriend's name that he lost it? oh i don't remember but it, the reason he kept it together was because his purpose was to save judith and get her back to her father and you know to be yeah, with carol and all he of had that a purpose still yeah and he's telling him this and he's sort of trying to tell him you know, you got to find a purpose. You got to find, you got to yeah. keep doing that. And then all of a sudden Noah gets up and starts running. He wants to go see his house. His house. What yeah. A dummy. Like you, would you really want to see your family? Well, it's like one of those things you want to see it, but then but like, then, no, like you don't really want to see it. You know? Yeah. Well, he shouldn't have wanted to see it cause it's pretty gross. I mean, you'd want to go see though. I feel like I would, I would like my house is right there. I got to just go in it. I got to see Would you it. really want to see your family? Like, no, in state you, well, that you'd hope, are? you'd hope that like, whatever state they're in wouldn't be you know as bad as it but i guess you're right i guess you would be tempted you'd but be you like i gotta go, see it i gotta see my home i gotta see my room i gotta go to my kitchen yeah I just wanna, like feel home again yeah 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 you know yeah, it's a powerful thing it so, is like, a your, powerful your, thing your home is this is your last hope his hope was that he still had a home to go to and and now he's realizing like they all have realized before him there is no home anymore. Yeah, it's no all home. gone. Well, home is like, I think that's what kind of happens is home is the purpose you give yourself in this mm-hmm. world. And I think Tyrese lost his purpose after Beth died. And it kind of shows. No, Noah did. Noah, but Tyrese did. Tyrese lost he his. He lost his. Oh, I see what you're saying. His yeah. purpose was fulfilled. Yeah. And now he doesn't have another one. And once Beth died, it totally took the fucking whatever yeah, wind was left in his sail. And so he sort of passes it on to Noah. But he doesn't before seem he dies. like the wind's been out. He seems pretty calm and very sagely as he does. You know, he's not. But he always does. But no, nah, like in the in in the the van or the truck when they're driving and stuff. And like he's saying, he's, he's keeping, you know, a stiff up her lip and mm-hmm. stuff but you can see like when he's in the the bedroom and he's looking at the the pictures of noah's D, noah has these two twin brothers which you find out yeah. about and stuff and you can tell like after he is he ends up getting yeah, he, bit, they go to the house and they get to the says house. he wants to go in first so he goes in first they find noah's mother who's bit her head bashed in uh, totally it's caved really in and she's all decomposed right. and stuff and you know and he covers her with a blanket and noah goes and fucks off somewhere and Tyrese goes and you, you can hear a walker you, you can, hear yeah you can hear it that's why I it. don't understand like in fact the reason he goes into that room is because he, he hears it. the walker and you can see the shadow underneath the door of like right. clearly a scratching at the door walker he goes into the room it's the twin brother's room the brother's dead on the, the bed there's a brother dead and half eaten yeah and uh he's looking at just like the pictures of them before from you know there's a picture of him with them with Noah and there's pictures of them just together like whatever eating a lunch or whatever yeah you know and he, <laughs> <laughs> eating a delicious lunch eating a delicious corpse yeah eating a corpse together they ate people before they turned and uh and it's weird because he can, continues to look at it and they sort of can they give you the idea that like they, there's right behind you is a fucking walker and it's the, clearly the other brother but why it's like you're sort of like turn around you yeah. hear this what are you doing we hear it you and hear he's it. staring he's like putting it together oh there's another one i felt like that was a little too long i felt that was a well, stretch it went too long that i feel like he uh Wouldn't it was a noticed. choice no it was a choice okay not to turn around like he wanted to be bit like subconsciously he just like he knows it's there and he just you keeps think? looking at it yeah well just the way that the episode plays out you kind of get the feeling that um he's sort of being like it's just, it's like a group therapy session with all these dead p- characters which was incredibly cool so he gets bitten by the other twin 
brother. And he and starts bleeding every, like bleeding out. And really. no, Noah ends up killing the brother. He kills his little brother's zombie brother with a fucking like dive, but a plane, a, a fucking. Geo. Oh yeah, like no, a no. little plane. It's yeah. like a model plane. He sticks it in his, his eye. eye. It was <laughs> pretty cool. It was pretty and he did badass. it without like hesitation. hesitation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he has to run and get the group to help. So Tyrese is under this table with yeah. his arm bit, and he's starting to bleed out. Oh yeah, big time. And he's starting to hallucinate, and all, all of a sudden we see some familiar characters. Martin comes back, and he gives him this speech. Martin, who is the one the from guy, Terminus, yeah, the one who wore the ball cap, the and bad guy, the bad guy who was going to kill him and Judy. And he's like, if you would have killed me, think what would have happened. None if you would have killed me, yeah. we wouldn't have gotten Bob, and Bob wouldn't have had his egg, his leg bit or eaten. Right? Or, you know what I mean? And we, Hugh Bob, and then Bob shows Bob up. shows up and disputes this. Dead Bob, dead Bob. Yeah. And then there's dead Beth, dead Lizzie, and the other little girl. The little other little girl, and then dead Governor. And that's the best one. Yeah. You're that's like, like, oh, oh shit. shit, dead Governor, dead Governor, <laughs> hell yeah, like, dead Governor, dead Governor. <laughs> And it's I. They were talking about it, Talking Dead, and it, it's interesting the point that Greg Nicotero is making that it's kind of like, or maybe it was Chad Coleman saying it was kind of like heaven and hell. You know, Beth and the girls and Bob represent sort of come to heaven, yeah. and the other uh, two yeah. are like, no, stay in hell. Yeah, because they were saying, you, you know, the governor's saying you have to fulfill your promise, like you mm-hmm. said, you do what it takes. So he's basically saying you got to stay and fight. You got to live. You got to live. They're telling him to live. They're telling him to live. And then the girls are like, no, it's better here. Yeah, like, it's over now. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. We're good. We're good. And it's weird because when you first see them, they have their injuries, and then later on, all of their sort of cuts and scrapes and bullet wounds are gone. Right. And sort of, I think that's sort of symbolic of him like choosing a yeah. side you know because he sees lizzie and the in her sister right and they look and then beth doesn't have her cuts and beth doesn't have the right. bullet wound and stuff so like later on you're like oh no like he's totally gonna die but you think but they it is a lot of misdirection because so he's bleeding out right but they do get to him and they cut his arm off yeah, after he goes through series, of, well, well, but then another, another walker, walker shows up, in, right? Yeah, and he so has, has to, to fight, fight off a walker, off walker and he kills out. him. That's when he kills him with the geode, right? Like the, the you know, the rock, big yeah. rock crystal that was in the boys' room. And he just bashes the fucking thing's brain. Yeah, in. Cool. But the before he does that, he literally feeds the walker his already bitten arm. I know because that was he intense. couldn't get like vantage on the on the walker. Right. He couldn't get leverage, and so he literally just puts his bitten arm into the walker's mouth. The walker starts bitten, chewing yeah. on it, and then he t- grabs the geode. And while the walker is distracted, it was quite kills him. brilliant it was on his brilliant. part. Well, he's actually, like, he's cutting losses. You know, yeah. no pun intended. He's like, whatever. You know. I remember thinking, okay, now they're going to get to him and they're going to cut his arm off. But any in real life, someone bled out this much, they'd be dying. And of course, that's you know what that's ultimately what ends happens. Up, ends up happening. But yet, no you spoilers. think because he sort of has this no, I've got to keep fighting attitude. Mm-hmm. They get to him, they cut his arm off, and then you actually do think he's going to live. Well, could they get him out? They get him out of the house. They're carrying him. They wrap him in a blanket. They tie his arm off and they cut it off. You, I feel like even and then you'd need a blood transfusion. You'd still probably oh, fucking yeah. die. Like there's no fucking way. Look at people who freaking get bit by sharks and can't make it to the shoreline and die. Yeah, they die out before they get to yeah, the shore. I mean, this you know? is like there's no way. He and like Michonne cuts his arm off. Yeah. at the elbow you know what i mean right. after already having bled 
while what's Noah was getting the crew. You know what I mean? So he's like, he's bleeding out. Right. He's, his... And he had already been bleeding out. Yeah. And then he so, gets bit again he, by yeah. a walker. So it's like, you know, it was, it was over. We, realistically, we it to be over. you know, he was holding on and this sort of thing. They got to cauterize the wound yeah. and he's calling Carol and Tyrese has been bit and they get him out. They get him in the truck and everything and they have to fight off walkers because they open the gate and the Michonne's killing the wild. And that was one of the coolest walker death scenes. Oh yeah. Was when Tyrese is on the ground he's like barely like half conscious and noah's trying to keep him propped up and then all these walkers come through the gate and michonne and rick and glenn are fucking hacking them apart right and then one sort of slips through their little phalanx or whatever and rick has to turn around and everything is in slow motion sort yeah. of through tyrese's like fading perspective and then rick takes out his giant fucking 44 magnum and from behind shoots this walker in slow motion and just the whole face comes off of this walker and it's and yeah, and you it's see all it from CGI. Tyrese's, like yeah. you said, his yeah. sort of fading slow motion perspective. It's yeah. really cool. It's so cool. You're like, whoa. Yeah, that was maybe one of the coolest Walker deaths on the show. Well, it slows down. Yeah. And, like, and then it happens is Rick misses the first time it hits her in the shoulder, this Walker. Yep. And then it, the second time, boom, connects to the head. And like, you think Tyrese is going to get bit again. Again, Because it's yeah. like right on top of him. It, yeah, it was really cool. One of my favorite episodes. Yeah, it's one of... It's one of the most memorable ever. It's one of the most memorable. Like you still think about it the next day. You're like, that was really fucking well shot. And like the storyboard and like the, the, the film play, like the film Mm -hmm. tactics of like, cause it's sort of, it's almost Quentin Tarantino E because at the end you see them back at the fucking funeral procession and it's not Beth's and it is Tyrese's Tyrese's. and they're burying him. And it's the same shot that they showed in the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. It was very smart. And I get Scott Gimple wrote it and, and, and uh, Nick Otero directed it and beautifully th- I and mean, I gotta say because you read a review that said it was like really like it's a sad note and like yeah it's sure it's it sad, sad but dark it's and, dark but it's really fucking poetic brilliant. And, and it is poetic yeah. and it's uh, very engaging and I like how it's just sort of like a different approach to it shows that they still have tricks up their sleeves absolutely and they still want to like create within this universe yes, which is what is so incredible about the show and they you get mad at them for doing it but in a way you love them for it because they keep you engaged and now you're invested in a whole different way because it's interesting after you know there's certain ones who who die and you're just devastated by it right and i mean beth the beth was very sad very sad it, it leaves you just feeling really sad and and just really despairing but this as sad as it is to lose Tyrese, you're not necessarily left. I mean, you're felt, you feel sad, but there's something yeah. else about it. You just feel like you've witnessed beautiful art. Yeah. Like you almost feel like you went to a museum exhibit. Well, it's like an interesting, like, sacrifice for the yeah. art of the show. And then that's, but again, that's the nature of this show. People are going to constantly continue to die. That's what happens in the comic. Like, that was one of the biggest, it must have been one of the biggest things they talked about, like, creating the show like mm-hmm. characters die main characters yeah die. they're gonna die beloved characters to die and they die quickly and they die like brutally and there's not a lot of romance around it you know right. what i mean but for this they really created sort of like a romantic uh sort of uh really uh what's engaging um setup and and finish for like character which is tyrese it was almost like a like a jesus rise again thing like prophetic sort of thing yeah it was interesting it was very 
it was perfect for his character too. And you yeah. know, and, and of course, and I remember I said this during the show, and then they someone asked it on Talking Dead about okay, here they're killing off another moral compass of the show. Yeah, you know? and they keep sort of doing that, mm-hmm. and now. Nick Cotero commented that he thinks it's now Michonne is new the new moral compass because she has this moment on on the episode in the episode where she's really wanting to stay somewhere. And she wanted to stay there. She wanted to stay there, and Rick's like, "No, it's too low. We can't." It's there's not. no like sight line because it's yeah. surrounded by trees, and there's only one in and one out. You know, it's just, like wouldn't be ideal, right? To, you know, set up camp. She's like, "Well, we can't like." The mo- it's the moving that's killing us. Like the moving, which is, is so interesting. A soul crushing arc with her because she's the nomad. Yeah, she she's totally the one was. who was just like, I'm on my own out yeah. here, and I'm going to keep moving. The dark horse. And now she wants to set up shop somewhere, which is really interesting. Well, I think Beth's death. It, it, it sort of. It, I think it must be like a big turning point for all of the characters mm-hmm. in the in the group in the family. You could say even because you know you reassess. You're like, what do I want in this fucking world this like post-apocalyptic world like what can i attain the whole like meaning of purpose and like keeping your own creating purpose yep otherwise you're gonna you're just not gonna want to be around after a certain amount of time right why would you why would you and that's i think what tyrese was like that was like the sort of okay part of him yeah like i can go now and it's okay what what i really took away from this is that I'm invested in the show now in a different way because you always sort of, you know, everyone on Twitter and everything is always talking about if you kill Daryl, I'm I'm done. If you kill Glenn. And we even in one of our episodes, we talked about the characters that if they kill off, we're going to be so pissed. But what this episode did for me is made me realize that almost with exception of Daryl and Rick, probably whoever they kill off will be okay because they've, they've shown us that they know how to reinvent this universe to keep us there mm-hmm. and to keep us invested in whatever, like to go along the journey with them. Yeah. Like, this made me say, okay, you got me. I'm, I'm there. On I'm on board. Yeah. Whatever you're going to do, I'm going to be upset by it, but I'm on board and I'll go with you. But like, you should be upset. You know, if yeah, you're not upset, you're probably not I'm... a big fan of the show True. or you're not that invested into the show. You know, so it's a whole like roller coaster of emotion that this kind of show or this show specifically will bring. And that's why you tune in. Yeah. That's why you continue to watch it. And they've shown that they can create these death episodes and make them so personal and really inventive that even if someone has to die at the end, it's fucking great television. You know what I mean? For death, for Beth, and then now for Tyrese, and when Herschel was killed, and like each time, each death is sort of like a nice, like they, they did with a big dinner on the set. It's like yeah. a, it's like this sort of celebration of that character and what it brought to the show, mm. you know. And they keep sort of raising the bar with these characters and being killed off. And it again, that's a huge theme of the Walking Dead universe. It just continues in the in in the comics mm-hmm. and and on the show. Like that is, if you took that away, it wouldn't be the same show right you know and it started a trend in programming like downton abbey and game of thrones and i mean game of thrones is already game books that existed it, yeah. yeah but i mean all these other like whatever cheeseball shows and they kill off the even, main character even, uh, and the stuff. blacklist did it they yeah. killed off a main character like they lots of shows are doing lots that. of sh- shows do that now yeah man which is you know just a symptom of becoming popular yeah so what do you think I'm, i mean clearly they've set it up to be 
darker and it's good. Nick Gutierrez said on Talking Dead, it's going to get worse. And yeah, I mean, with Tyrese, the spirit of Tyrese gone is going to definitely change things. I felt they did him justice. Though. They absolutely I, sometimes did. I feel like like if the character that's like kind of the most thing, the thing I dis- dislike the most is if the character isn't. Uh, uh, given justice, like or when Herschel died, to me they didn't give him justice. No, yeah, that was that. But that was a tribute to the governor of how crazy he fucking is. You know what I mean? Like that's at the expense of why. sending Herschel off, yeah, the right way. I mean, yeah. you're right. They that was the choice. It's like let's show how horrible. But to me, I was I didn't like the, that direction because the governor, the governor being crazy psycho got a little too much for me and herschel was such an important character mm-hmm. and had an arc, an interesting arc himself yeah and i just feel like we there wasn't enough i mean this shows what they did in a really nice way to send off this character i wish they had done that with herschel yeah i don't think they could have not in not in not, not the but, way they wrote it um you know i think they would rather i guess they had to choose you know like mm-hmm. You know who? What? What are we gonna? Uh, uh, you know, portray to the focus audience on, and focus. Yeah. You know, is it gonna be? You know, because he captures Herschel. You know, and Rick didn't want to, didn't submit to him at the, I know, at the prison but gates. I, I don't know. I, I just yeah. That I episode. Yeah. Is no, horrifying. you want Herschel to be like dying, uh, saving and the someone. The way they cut or, his head off, and it's not all the way cut off. Yeah. And, oh, it was just. Horrible. Yeah, it's fucking. That's Walking Dead, though. Too, yeah, though, I, know. I know. It's a shame because it's like, yeah, we're gonna take the one you like the most. Like, it's and not cut like his head and off. cut his fucking head off halfway in front Make of every suffer. in front of everybody. You know, yeah, that's the nature of the show, too, though. And yeah. that's super like Ned Stark. You know what I mean? Do you love yeah. him? He's fucking head off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, head off, head gone. Yeah, it's true. Totally. Even Rob Stark, King of the North. Did you like him? You love him, right? Yeah, head on a dire wolf. Dire wolf on his body. <laughs> dire wolf on his dire body. Dire wolf head on his body. Yeah. Paraded around like a fool, like a fucking... Yeah. yeah it's fucking rough. Yeah, it's rough, man. <laughs> it's a rough go, yeah. But it's a great show. It's great programming. Just- so the the next episode, they basically show them kind of in the woods, sort of trying to survive in on the move. Although they have said that they are now going to head toward... Washington. Rick wants to go to Washington. They, they talked about they that. They talked about Michonne. that. Michonne's like, well, what if there is stuff there? What if there are people surviving there? You know, mm-hmm. maybe we should just continue there. Eugene knew enough to lie, to, and it sounded convincing. You right. know, it sounded convincing enough to us to like listen to him. So maybe there is actually something there after all that is just completely unrelated to right. Eugene's lie, which is really possible. You yeah. know, and you got to keep moving. You know, you got might as well have like a destination. True. Uh, and I wonder where, I mean, first of all, I wonder how long the show's going to go on. And will there ever be a happy ending or will they leave this universe miserable? That's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. Is, in other words, like do lost? they find a place where they can all be together when they end the show? or like Garden of Eden place? Well, whatever, like a rebuilding. Do they, do they leave us with that it will be rebuilt? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that wouldn't be true to the tone of the show. I feel like if they did get something, it'd be at the cost of many lives. Well, it will definitely be at the cost of many lives. But, I I mean, how long can the show go on? I guess they're going to try to go on as long as they can. But, you know, with the whole announcement that George R. R. Martin is not 
coming out with book six this year. This year at all. Which means who knows that then the show's going to have to end it. Well, they, they said they said the show's going to end before the se- the book series will. Right. So it's like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. You know? They're going to create their own ending. And, you know, Benahoff and whatever are going to, yeah, write their own, well, their and, own version of an ending of right. the show. And I'm sure I'll be on board with what they do because more so than what George R. R. Martin does. But mm-hmm. will that, I mean, the Walking Dead comic books is probably never going to end. It I mean, it's going to go on yeah. forever. It's going to go on for, it's, I, I, I got to believe it will outlast the show. Uh, probably. So probably that's why, you know, whatever I, I just, it'll have to conclude somehow, you know, obviously it's the most popular show on TV right now. So they're not going to look at ending it anytime soon. Yeah. That's yeah. That alone will be something. But at the same time, I don't know. So it's peaked. It's, it peaked a while ago and now like everybody's on board with it. And yeah, like not peaked like creatively, but peaked like commercially. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, it's but sort of crossed over. It's it had a crossover moment, which is weird because that's what used to happen to TV shows fifteen years ago. Right. Was they'd get three seasons and then it then would become would really notice. popular. Yeah. yeah, and now this has had like four seasons. Five. Well, no, we're five. on our yeah. fifth, fifth season, but this is the season that finally everyone took notice as yep. far as TV. Uh, uh, platforms and yeah, fucking the extra Today Show and, fucking and all that crap. Yeah, Mario Lopez and I shit, know. Like, you know, Boo. all that dumb shit. Yeah, like they love this show all of a sudden. You know, yeah. even though none of the actors get nominated or anything. for anything, yeah. and they never had them on the show before until now when it blows up. Yeah, when they're all they're all like fucking diehard closet fans. Though. Yeah, sure you are. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for next week to see what happens. It was a, a great episode. It's a little nerve wracking to see what yeah. happens now, too, though, because it just seems like it's going to be torture every week. Yeah, it will be. It's a little bit torturous, but, you know, that's sort of something you got to embrace with the show. True, true. You know, that's kind of what makes the show great is you never know what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah, you don't. Tyrese just died. First episode back, I he did... dies. I know. It's Did not like, see that one coming. No. <laughs> she thought maybe someone might die again, but fuck me, Beth just died. Yeah, so I know. They didn't really do that again, but yeah, yep, they yeah, did. They did. And yeah. it, it, it worked, though. It, wasn't, it did work. It didn't feel like excessive, like, oh, you're just killing everybody. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, it had a purpose. Right. And his purpose was that Tyrese lost his purpose. He had, like, he's kind of like... He's like, I'm just so tired. He looked tired. And he was ready to go. It's That's what okay I mean. He's go. like, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm sort of spent, you know. But sh- wouldn't everybody be saying that? I mean. No, I feel like people would reach that point at different points yeah. in their, you know, their like, their own struggle with, with the universe and right. with the world, you know. I think Tyrese is, like you said, he's a, a sensitive guy. He's an emotional guy. He's sort of like, he's a trusting, like that, what's it, Matt or the Max Mar- or Martin? Martin. Said, he he's said that. He's the kind of guy like, who saves babies yeah. yeah you're gonna die you and the baby are gonna die is what he said but they didn't and he did save the baby yeah. and that was his purpose yeah and then he did die yeah well it shit on the grammys for uh ratings yeah, by the of, way speaking of walking dead and the grammys it it totally uh was the number one rated show it, it, it and the grammys records and had like six year slump yeah like their worst i mean it had big numbers but it's the lowest in it's in six years apparently which yeah. is why why do you would anyone want to watch the grammys 
It was boring. You can watch all of the performances online the next day or that same night. You don't need to watch the entire ceremony and crappy Yeah, and if anything really crazy happened, you just watch it on fucking YouTube or whatever, you know? Someone got on stage again or whatever and fucking, you know, devoed the mic. Which almost Which happened, happened with Kanye. Yeah, he wanted to get in, fucking get in Beck's face or something. About- he was about to say something about how Beyonce should have won Album of the Year instead of Beck, and then he basically stopped himself. You could see the reaction in the crowd. Like you, they show Jay Z and his reaction, and he's like, "Oh no, dude!" Don't, I like, think he's yeah. like, oh, shit. You're like, dude, don't speak for my wife. Yeah, why is he always like talking yeah. about Beyonce? Uh, it's so funny, yeah, and probably Jay Z doesn't do. De- that type of shit like he doesn't want that kind of heat on him yeah like that kind of publicity you know no. so it's like dude just don't don't just shut it, up man. don't mention beyonce if it was you and you're promoting yourself then do whatever the fuck you want to do you stupid but it's like, funny you should see beck's face he, he's kind of like he looks to why the did side kanye like, like walk up yeah, a little bit yeah. oh really yeah oh jesus i missed that i want to see that that's funny Poor i don't know if beck. he was like up there uh, giving the award or if he walked up i missed like the whole Who, kanye yeah did he present the award i don't know I don't, but he, I don't know i don't know if he just walked up but beck kind of looks over and but kanye's like coming and he kind of has this face and then right. all of a sudden he's like doesn't do it doesn't jay-z gave him the like yeah stand the back down. down yeah stand down stand down well i was happy to, that uh taylor swift and iggy didn't win anything yeah they got snubbed good i don't think you can call it snubbed when they're not deserving anyway <laughs> <laughs> i think snubbed is when like you were supposed to you should have won and you didn't and you didn't this is just like what should have like, happened right. <laughs> <laughs> i think they just call that like fate or i don't know just justice justice yeah justice justice total fucking yeah because i mean seriously like shake it off and that like what 20 what was her album 1989 yeah album of the year i know man i know that song just like when they were showing they show like a clip of the music video for each like record of the year and they cut to like the shake it off video and just like kids dancing at like a birthday party like they all look so silly like that's not a real thing is no. it that's not an award-winning thing no. like you can have that on youtube but it's not grammy worthy shake it off and shake it off <laughs> kids song singing kids song mom look what i can do listen to my song listen to my song mom mom i wrote a song and i'm shaking it shake and shake it shake it's like the fucking hokey pokey it's fucking it <laughs> it's like bullshit well and that other stupid song never never getting back together yeah it's like a child song <laughs> it's like is. a song a kid wrote it is it is like a song and a she's kid like wrote. greatest artist that ever lived i know it's so <laughs> like, it's like emperor's new clothes are you kidding well me? it's like yeah and like i even said like even 10 or 12 years ago she could have been like pop princess and like yeah go ahead and get your little money and stuff but like now it's like you're like gifted genius songwriter and shit like no No. like no no not that like look at annie lennox performance fucking genius shit on everybody like she was in a room full of everyone and everybody got shit on yeah (laughs) (laughs) all of you assholes got shit on and everyone everyone was just like blown away by her performance no tricks or no 
lyrics. Just an incredible voice and an incredible performance. Yeah, and she's saying, I put a spell on you. You know yes. how hard that is to really just sing? Just sing yeah. that with style and voice, you oh, know? Man. It's like fucking impossible. Yeah, you know what I mean? She did it. And she killed it. She totally killed it. And it's like, it. this is what music used to sound like. This yeah. is what artists had to do to be at the Grammys. Right. You know what I to mean? To have like real talent, like chops. Chops, chops. Real chops. She chops these because like, fuck that. And I could just like, we were saying like Taylor Swift would come up to like, oh, like you're such an influence on my music. I grew up listening to you, even though like I was like three probably or not, or not, not even, even born. born. I mean, yeah, it's like, I shut up. I saw live in probably 1984 or five. Yeah, right. That's when yeah. the Eritmics were huge. Exactly. And then she had a solo career. She had a great solo. 90s. She yeah. had a great solo career. Yeah. She's and she's been fucking amazing. awesome, you know, and that's what fucking the grammy should sound like you know yeah. it's where it should and you know she Not showed shake that it off, shake it Pinky off tong, tong. i mean and sam shake smith it, who it, won four it, awards shake, including shake record it, and song it. of the year shake it baby shake great shake. voice good singer good songwriter looks like boy george to me looks like boy george sounds like boy george gay like boy george yep oh and what did he say in his speech well he gave like an adele ex- acceptance speech in that he won record of the year, man. And all he said was like, well, you know, uh, I want to dedicate this award to the boy who broke my heart because, well, I got four Grammys out of it. Ooh. You know, and it's just like, dude, no, not the no, right platform. And like, that's not that classy. funny and it's not that clever. It's like, no. it is just sort of like a young ass thing to say. It is a young ass thing to like, say. Like, are you still sore about that? Four yeah, Grammys and later? Yeah, that's really what you want to say at, uh, this, at the Grammy, at like, this arena with all these of the people. Year. Paul McCartney sitting a few yeah. like, steps in the boy broke my heart gotcha who has the last laugh like no just say thank Mm. your mom or something or thank you know have something prepared thing about how lucky you are or how fortunate you feel and like you know whatever and thank tom petty and stuff yeah and that's the thing is that i I don't know i mean they settled quietly you know yeah they did with Tom Petty and Jeff Lynne, who got 25% collectively of yeah. it because it sounds exactly like back down. song Back Down. Yeah, back Down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and it, it sounds does. Exactly, it sounds exactly like you it. You can put them side by side and you'll hear it easily. Anyone could. Yeah. And then Sam Smith said that he'd never heard the song before. Bullshit. Which is so funny. Like, you and your team of songwriters, none of never you have ever heard, heard the Tom, song. Tom Petty song, yeah. Tom Hardy and Heartbreakers or the Traveling Warberries. Warberries, yeah. Yeah, like, no. You never heard of those guys huh yeah no way it's fucking silly well but they and they agreed to settle and, and it sam all because smith, like admitted though like oh okay it does i agree here's your cut yeah it's, which we, is cool yeah they did that but it's also very tactical like clearly he he had a meeting with his people and they're like this, this is what you're, this gonna, what gonna, you're do. gonna do yeah. yeah you're gonna do this because you were nominated for six grand yeah you don't want to be your, your career and you're 22 away. years old and yeah that's you, you know what I mean? he's 22 years old fuck me yeah fuck out of here i mean i don't even know if tom Petty has a Grammy, to be honest. He might, he might not. He might, he might not. He's Back when he forever. was making songs, you had to like really, you can't just be the flavor of the month. No, you have Grammys. to like really work for it. Yeah, and, be, and like your, your peers were all brilliant songsmiths and producers and performers. Nowadays, it just doesn't matter. And that's why nobody gives a fuck about the music industry. Nobody I know. cares about the Grammys. It, I know. It just seems like small potatoes. Just watching it, like the way the seats are laid out and the way people are sitting there and the presenters and people are messing up their words. And it's just sort of well, like. It's very self serving. 
Yeah, they're still doing it. Still yeah. doing the Grammys thing, huh? I think this is going to have to stop at some point because yeah. people aren't going to give a shit. Yeah, I think that's what's going to cause it. Like, people are just going to stop watching it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know, watch you guys pat each other on the back again. Every year? Every yeah. fucking year? Oh, my God. Well, like everything. Like, the, well, at the box office this weekend, there were a bunch of bombs. Yeah. that are ascending. Bombed. Bombs. Oh, my God. Well, so that's a movie I, I didn't want to see from the beginning. No. The preview turned me off of it. Yeah, you know it what I mean? Stupid. Channing Tatum looks stupid. <laughs> Who I like, but I love Channing he's, like, Tatum. Blonde Channing Tatum. Blonde like facial a hair. SNL skit. Yeah, he looked silly. Like, who designed that character? Oh, man. Like, that just turns me off of the whole universe. His facial hair alone yep. is enough for me to be like, this is jive. This is not a sci-fi. Like, nowadays, to create a, a sci-fi universe, an original sci-fi universe, mm-hmm. like, it's really, it better fucking stand out and be yeah. fucking really hip or, like, really inventive and original. And great story. And Again, great story. gotta have a great story. And that was the big complaint. But also, it's like, I mean, January, February, not good times for movie releases as it is. But I guarantee Fifty Shades of Grey, which opens this weekend, is going to kill it. Probably make a ton of money. It's going to make a ton of money. Well, it's for, it's coming on a Valentine's Day. It's yep. very smart. Yeah, very yeah, smart. That will make a ton of money. And American Sniper's still making money. American Sniper's making more money than, like, Wedding Ringer bomb. Oh, yeah, that bomb. That bomb. I think they thought that was a sure fucking thing. I thought, it, I thought it was going to make not. money. You thought it did. I did. Which, I well, thought it you was thought make because money. of the other movie with Ice Cube, it made a bunch of money in January. Yeah. And that was probably their logic. Like, oh, we're going to get another movie ready with Kevin Hart, and, and it's going to be a buddy film again. But right. this time it's about, it's basically Hitch. Basically, the movie Hitch. Yeah. And we're going to put it out in January where there's not a lot of competition and you're going to make fucking another $50 million in a weekend. And what was the movie that made $56 million? Oh, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. SpongeBob fucking killed it. Family, because it's a family movie. But they said that the average viewer was 18 and plus. Well, honestly, I'd go see it. And all the kids that watched it in like the early 2000s, they're all 18, 19, 20, 21. They're wearing the SpongeBob fucking pajamas in their (laughs) dorm and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. People still watch that show and they have like this uh, uh, nostalgic like affinity for it. Yeah. And then all the kids on top of that and the parents. Yep. And then all the fucking hipsters. Right, of course. So you factor that in. It made like $56 million. It was projected to make 52 and made 56. That's well, good for them. Yeah, good for them because that's cool yeah i would probably go see that too just to, for fun but but again and it go we've talked about this a bunch of times how and what a difference a year makes in terms of that kevin hart film that a, another yeah. year goes by and more and more people are choosing to watch films vod yeah. versus going to see it theatrically because you like we don't need to see them theatrically anymore no. i mean with the giant tvs you can buy in your home high like, def this no one wants and now we've got a whole other thing we've got like people have the measles again and so right. like you know like you don't want to go in a, a, in a theater, theater an enclosed right. area with strangers right. in the dark yeah you know so there's all there's more and more cases for, and it's so easy to get movies too you don't have to go yeah. and buy a dvd and have them on your shelves and collect dust you just download it and like then you the watch on it our like, every, like everyone though you don't even need dvds like when was the True. last time you watched a dvd from your dvd collection hashtag us at fucking <laughs> podcast and show have it the dvd yeah i'd like to take know a what picture that is, actually, see what too. was the last movie you literally watched and not like a new movie you bought like you went to your fucking collection. little collection fucking <laughs> cycled through them and like oh yeah sure Mystic Pizza. Let me watch that. I can tell you what the last one I watched 
I can't from the collection. I cannot tell you my the collection. Little Mermaid. Oh well, yeah, but that yeah because that's one you, Disney stuff you can't really get. That's the only way you can get it. You have to go to your collection. To yeah, get that's Disney true. Stuff. Especially if you want the uncut stuff. Yeah, exactly. And you got to get the uncut stuff for Disney. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, speaking of VOD, uh, our VOD film this week was Dracula. Untold. And more like Dracula unseen. Unseen. Well, it bombed at more the like theaters. More like Dracula unheard, unseen, and untold. And like, we now know why. Yeah, because well, I wish I could have unseen it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have unseen that or unwasted that 90 minutes of my fucking time. Yeah, well, it in the beginning, I was sort of on board, but the, it's a complete retelling of the story. Well, and it combines two different stories. It yeah. combines the story of Vlad the Impaler mm-hmm. with the lore of Dracula. Yeah. Which kind of sounds like a good idea. Yes. But it's a PG-13 movie. Boo. Off the jump, it's a vampire. He drinks blood. Yeah, you need he to have an R-rated bloods. movie. It needs to be R. Yeah. And you you already <laughs> lost money. Like, how much money do you think you're gonna... More money would you lose if it was rated R? Like, the movie fucking tanked. Anyway. Because nobody wants to see a PG-13 Dracula movie. And to be honest, the name Dracula... And the title of Dracula doesn't really hold a lot of stock anymore. No, like, it, it'd like, have to be a big star. But even then, I don't know if it would. No, work. I don't know. Dracula, the name, it needs to like it needs to like a rest for ten years and to come back and re not even reinvention, like go yeah. back to the story because Dracula that doesn't make money really. Blade yeah, three it, was Dracula. Is, Nobody cared. The generation that eighteen to twenty five generation doesn't really know Dracula, and, and they know vampires. They know vampires. As Twilight. Like, yeah, as yeah. Twilight. They, that's what vampires are to them right you know what i mean and so it's like i just don't i think that was sort of like a miss to just be like new dracula pg-13 and and like they made vlad the impaler like a noble noble ruler who just wanted his family and like no that guy was a psychopath a A fucking crazy (laughs) he would stick a fucking spike up your ass (laughs) and and like leave you there to die you know what i mean like seas of men with impaled in their asshole with a spike well they show the seas of men impaled but they still kind of make him noble but that's where we were talking about this this is sort of the new thing they did this with maleficent they made her noble and just well, made her scorned like a, by a, a guy. Scorned lover, begrudging evil. But she evil turns out mystery. to be a no. She's one of the that. most evil characters in, in the Disney like, universe. Yeah. yeah, or in any universe. She's Why can't awesome. She stay evil. So yeah, and make Vlad, her badass. Yeah, and Vlad the Impale. You're right. Was and like, he's uh, too noble looking. Yeah, he doesn't look he's European. The guy he doesn't play bard in the Hobbit. Yeah, he looks like a noble man who's just like you know. He looks sort of like a Stark. Like he'd be a he Ned does Stark. look like a Stark, like a king of the North. Just wants and his you family. Want to root for him. Yeah, that's not Vlad the Impaler. That's not Dracula Vlad, either. And that's not Dracula. I know. Like, <laughs> Dracula like, also bad guy. Yeah, you don't become Dracula to like save your people. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's just <laughs> stupid. This is a stupid idea. It was. And the thing is, like the first act. I feel like these movies nowadays they can get a first act together, and then after they make certain decisions with the story, it just fucking falls apart. Yeah. And like the Charles Dance character was cool. He's in the movie. Oh yeah. Charles Dance, and you can bank Tywin on Lannister, him though. Yeah, you can it. bank on fucking. He Charles was cool, Dance. and that scene was cool with him. Yeah, but you can bank on. You can put your money on him. He 
he's gonna fucking show up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, in an imitation game, he fucking shows up oh, every right. fucking time. Yeah, he shows up. You know, he's creepy and, and awesome, and he's fucking deliberate, and he's really fucking like he has just, a presence. Yeah, he fucking nails it. My yeah. God, and he was great. You know, and he plays the sort of like condemned soul who has the fucking curse of Dracula, and he passes it on to the Bard and Vlad the Impaler character. Yeah. It's just fucking dumb. It's just really dumb. Yeah, it's dumb and angering and by the end of it and like it's just and then the, his people find out that he's Dracula and like you tricked us and he's like hey I only did this to help you guys and I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you're right alright and he like kills what a thousand men by himself in that one thing oh that was really ridiculous and then the action sequence weren't even that like weren't even that interesting no. you know it was just all kind of bung 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 yeah it was kinda, a bummer it was well, what a do bummer we, what do we give it on our the doom and justice like a doom doom it's it doomed Doomed. How far doomed would you go? Like a like a two and a half or really? three, maybe like a three and a half, maybe like a three. three yeah, and a half. I'd say maybe three. Because it's like, like I said, the first deck was cool, and I was sort of into it, and like, okay, this is all right. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it just didn't get a fair shake in the theaters, and then it's just like once that second act sort of sh- starts and it, it, it fails, like this is what's happening in the movie. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, nope, 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 nope. No, I'm done. And that stupid guy from uh, Vampire Hunter, Abraham Vampire Hunter. Oh, yeah. Plays like a sultan. He plays a Turk and he's British. He he plays the the sultan. Sultan. The evil sultan. Well, he's like the sultan's son. Right. And he's a Turk and the Turks come to take over Vlad's land. And it's just like, I I just want to have my land and sow my oats and fucking... You know, be a king to my people. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't. No, you you're don't. Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, you're Vlad the Impaler. You're not Vlad the, wasn't there a, the de- a, a deadliest warrior on Vlad the Impaler? Yeah, that awesome show. Who did he? Who did he fight? I forget. Like a Hun, maybe or a ninja. Yeah, they, they, they did like do Vlad the Impaler versus somebody like a Spartan or Alexander the Great or it's, it's yeah. something cool. I don't remember whether he Genghis won or Khan. not, but they definitely. I think he does it. win because they show. I remember like the closing sequences, it's like the uh, opposing guy getting spiked. Ultimately, yeah, yeah, he was a bad man. Yeah, very bad. And they would say that he was like he had this fucking mythos around him as a, like. Genghis Khan did, or, mm-hmm. you know, he fucking drank blood and like, like was a night stalker and stuff. Like that was yeah. the myth around Vlad the Impaler. Is like he laughed and joked and while doing these things, you know. Yep. Like he got off on it. Like I just didn't get that vibe from this Bard character. Like you never liked this. You know what I mean? You like no. Vlad the Impaler likes this shit. Yeah. You, you enjoy it. You yeah, like no, it. you're too noble, and he looks too noble, and he's yeah, like too he sweet a guy. He doesn't really look European. He doesn't really no, look Eastern he European. Looks Irish or English. Irish yeah. English. Like, there's <laughs> a does. distinctive look yeah. of that area. You know what I mean? He doesn't even look from no, the area. It was, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking silly. But I like that actor, too. I guess. Well, yeah, it's not his fault. No. You know, and it, on not. paper, it probably sounded like a great gig. I get to play Dracula. Yeah. I'd be like, you know, I don't really look like Dracula, right? But, but uh, it's a title role. I'll do you know, it. I don't look like Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> <laughs> you do, kinda. I kinda you do. Look more like Vlad I do. the Impaler I look than more he does. Of that region, that yeah, Transylvanian, Hungarian. <laughs> yeah, like fuck yeah, I do. I could probably do it better than anybody. That's right. Yeah. Hey, how are we doing on time? Do we have time to go over your uh, Reddit reposts? Or well, we, uh, we're, we we could do like ten more minutes, maybe. All right. We'll 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 give you guys some Reddit reposts. Reddit's weekly repost when you don't got news to share. <laughs> 
Uh, let me just, uh, I always think of this segment as, uh, the scene in Home Alone where he talks to Santa and he doesn't have any candy cane, so he just gives him Tic Tacs. <laughs> that's what this, that's what this segment is, basically. Okay, uh, hold on, let me just get my phone out and, okay, let's see, what do we got here? Uh, some new news here, some really fun stuff. Really fun original stuff. Uh, okay, what's that? There's some cool for all of our game heads or gamers. Uh, Netflix is developing a live action Legend of Zelda. What? Which, Are you serious? Which could be awesome. Wow. I don't know. It's going to be if some only like. Only Robin Williams were still alive. Oh, yeah, he would like that, yeah. right? Yeah, he'd enjoy it. I wonder who, if he would be one of the like Gorgons, those. Maybe. Or something. Yeah. want to be involved. Gorons. Yeah, that would be fun. I want to see who they get to play Link. That would be pretty cool to see who they would cast to play Link. That's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. Here's a funny one. Uh, well, this isn't as funny, but the other one is uh, Wayne's World. Uh, the first Wayne's World. The studio wanted to use a Guns N' Roses song instead of Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody for the car scene. Oh, my scene. God. That would have wrecked everything. I know. That's like a pivotal moment that's of the movie. That's the moment. That's the moment. And then, But it says, but Mike Myers fought to feature the Queen song, even threatening to quit the production. What? Unless it was used. Wow. Well, he knew what he was doing because yeah. that is an iconic scene. Well, it's such a sing-along song. It is. You know, it's like Paradise City or Welcome to the Jungle that or whatever. That would have been ridiculous. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the same. wouldn't have the same feel. Oh, a bunch of dumbasses feel. the studios. I know. Are. Studios make bad choices sometimes yep. or all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a kind of funny one. I just like the visual to me is the funniest thing. Um, filming Rocky Four. Sylvester Stallone asked Dolph Lundgren at the time to try to knock him out for real. Uh, what? Lundgren hit him so hard that he was sent to the hospital and was in ICU for nine days. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I just imagined that, like, go ahead, hit me, hit me, <laughs> hit me, Lundgren. I really want to, want to look real on the thing. And, like, Lundgren is, like, 6'5", like, right. 240. Stallone's, like, 5'6", maybe yeah. 160. And it's like, dude, no, like, this fight would never happen, no, first of all. first of all, And, no. like, second of all, Dolph Lundgren, like, he has a giant fucking head, man. Yeah. And hands, and he's built like a fucking Russian shithouse. Oh I could just hit just me. Just one fucking clean blast in the face. It's like it would just like smash cut to him and like a fucking guy like an <laughs> ER like beep beep <laughs> it's like, are we gonna be okay? Yeah, be okay. You got you got me good. You know, it's like, oh, that's so funny. Like, it's funny because he's okay, but it's also funny because it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, if he died, it would have been hilarious. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And here's a fun thing, you guys. What is that? Speaking of podcasts, uh, Mel Brooks just confirmed on a podcast that he wants to work on Spaceballs, The Search for More Money. Are you serious? Yeah. And he wants to, he wants Rick Moranis to reprise the role as Dark Helmet. Wow. Yeah. All right. Would Bill Pullman do it? I don't know who would do it. Obviously, Candy's not around. You know, they'd probably cast Melissa McCarthy as Barf, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. They would. They would. Yeah, you're right. He'd be like Barf. She'd be Barf. Like She Barf. Yeah, She Barf. Barf, Barf, She Barf. (laughs) She would have like a little, like, Frenchie collar. You need a funny fat person? Yeah. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Sign her, sign me up. She's your girl. She's your girl. New Barf. New Barf. Female Barf. 
That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny, right? Here's another little funny thing. Uh, while filming his death scene in Goodfellas, which is one of my favorite death scenes in the movie, uh, Michael Imperioli's death scene where he plays like Spider. Oh, Spider. Kid yeah. Spider who like gave, fetches the scene, drinks. Yeah. yeah. And um, Michael Imperioli cut his hand on a glass when he was like falling. with Like the, really cut Yeah, it? like for real cut. Apparently pretty deep, and he was sent to the ER where the doctors immediately rushed to treat his fake bullet wounds. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't that funny? Did they ever treat his hand? I, I don't know. You, I guess so. he like bled to death while they're like, That's hilarious. We can't stop the bleeding. We can't stop the bleeding. Oh my God. Bleeding. Well, they must have at some point realized there yeah, were really bullet wounds. That's hilarious, there. though. That's awesome. And that's an awesome scene, too. It is. It's one of the great scenes in well, movies. That just shows the character, Joe Pesci's character. Yeah, he's like how shoots fucking. Him. It's like, you're going to let him get away with that? You're going to be. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Hey, go fuck yourself. Him, yeah, because he already him. shot him in the foot. He remember? shot him in the foot before. Yeah, and he had a cast on his on his foot yeah and then he tells him to go fuck himself and he's like you're gonna, you're gonna, gonna take that, that? You're gonna take and that it was just and like, like joking boom, and, just like, boom, and then boom, they're boom, like boom, jesus boom. christ jesus christ nick yeah that was fucking awesome that scene was epic fucking intense uh what else do we have here here's a fun little thing Weird Al, who actually won Best Comedy Album, Woo! which is gr- at yeah, the Grammy, which is well like deserved. well deserved justice. Justice. He turned down a five million dollar contract in the late '80s to endorse a beer company because he thought uh, ethically it was wrong, since he had quote a lot of fans who were young and impressionable. Wow, which is fucking pretty interesting. But again, that like, what would a Weird Al beer commercial look like on the other end? I don't even end? know. I don't even think Weird Al drinks. I feel like he he's one of those... He doesn't. He, God, he looks so damn good. Yeah, he's like sober, I mean, he's vegan. he's like 55, 50 six plus. or something. Yeah, easy. And, and he, looks, he looks incredible. Yeah, he seems like a real health conscious kind yeah. of guy. I couldn't see like him being like Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> Weird <laughs> that Al. That would have been the era. Probably, yeah, right. Yeah. 80s, yeah. You know, so good for him. He's good a pretty ethical him. guy. And he's fucking extremely intelligent so intelligent like he graduated high school at 15 or something did he really yeah yeah like extremely intelligent intelligent Mm. not less like clever smart you know right uh what else we have a little interesting stuff you know just like some pretty cool stuff i guess i got something you have something yeah get out so get out of here you know what the new flavor uh, it flavor for 2015 is what's that toast Toast? Yeah, and that's literally the kind of toast. Like toasted coconut? In a to- no, no, bread that you put in is cooked in a toaster. Just it's, so, uh, so toasted bread. Just the flavor of toast is the new like thing. I love how there's an it flavor. There's always an it flavor, but like listen to this. So apparently toast has been riding a wave of popularity for the past few years. While Asian tea cafes have been serving brick toast, this is from Nerdist, as a dessert piled high with ice cream, fresh fruit, and condensed milk, other restaurants offer gourmet versions of toast with DI toppings. And LA restaurants, restaurants sell toast for as much as $7 a slice. I LA have restaurants? Seen, yes. So foodies are really consumed with toast right now. It's totally a hipster thing. Yeah, it's like, fucking... And they have like toast-flavored tea. 
Like, it's toast-flavored ice cream. It's ridiculous. Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty obnoxious. That is pretty obnoxious. That's one of the more obnoxious things I like ever. how, like, the side of toast costs more than the entree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't, like, a burger used to cost yeah, $7? Yeah, now, yeah. like, getting a slice of toast. Or it's like, you order a burger, but if you want the bun toasted, it's, like, five more dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, toast is really a thing. But it's toast, a thing right now. I can go get toast right yeah. like, for no money and put it in my toaster and like what and make you're my own toast for this i have now? to pay extra for like not just extra but like five bucks extra well, for toast i have noticed that the prices of side orders of toast have gone up and i didn't really, really? think yeah i have noticed that That's and funny. i never even really thought anything of it also at Manchis, they have like a toast flavored they had like a cinnamon toast flavored no. Yeah, they did. Like the uh, frozen yogurt yeah. flavor? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I know. That's really funny. So, toast is it, folks. Oh, toast. Boo. Boo toast. I was eating toast way before it was cool. <laughs> I was eating toast. <laughs> when all I had was bread yeah. and butter. And I would make my bread into toast and I would put butter on it. Well, you were way ahead of the curve. I was getting all the chicks. Hey, you want to come over and have some toast? <laughs> At my place. Oh my god. We had toast. We had a glass of Pinot and some toast. (laughs) Oh my god, take me. It worked every time. Just killing it with my toast. Like, oh you're so hip and sexy with your toast. A glass of white zin and some toast. toast. Petite Syrah and uh, rye toast. That's well that's what we should do is do like a wine pairings with toast. And like charge like seven thousand dollars. <laughs> charge ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. No, like okay, thirty dollars. Yeah. A pop, and you get five tastings and toast. And five toast tastings. <laughs> toast tastings. So it's like a rye. There's like a pumpernickel. There's a sourdough. Yeah. A so in other words, we don't have to have different like wines. We just have like a cheap. Two buck chuck wine, yeah, and different kinds right. of toast. We'll just buy like fucking it's box toast wine, tasting. toast tastings with our wine. <laughs> oh, I came for the toast, and I'll have some wine too. Just to I use the wine to cleanse the palate for the toast. <laughs> now I'll have a sip of the wine. You know what's this pumpernickel? Oh, nutty flavor. Yeah, I like the idea actually. Yeah, that's a good idea. We should capitalize on this. Yeah, we should open one of those things when you open up a restaurant for a day in someone else's pop space up. a pop-up pop up pop up yeah. toast tasting yeah we're gonna do a I toast think we're gonna tasting. do it i think we're gonna the herald and modcast toast tasting <laughs> yeah oh it'd I be bet so you funny anything if we did that in la and we promoted it yeah. we'd get people and we could have if like toast is a thing right yeah. now we'd get people we'd get people Oh, that's like such a good toast idea. Tastings. Toast tastings are and we'd hilarious. We'd be like laughing the whole time. Yeah, we're like, what assholes? <laughs> and we don't even have to give them a whole piece of toast. No, they wouldn't <laughs> want it. Like, oh no, I just a want toast. a taste of the toast. I, I wouldn't. You want the whole toast because you don't get a full glass of wine when you do wine no. tasting. You just literally get cut it in quarters. Yeah, little you and you put a toothpick or something. Yeah, <laughs> is there butter on it? Well, we, we could, could have, have different, like, butters. different butters. Yeah, honey butters and just like different spreads they could butters. put on the toast. You don't want to go like full cream cheese though. It's got to like no. be a butter, like butter, a butter, or like oils, honey. or like a dipping oil. And it could be savory and sweet. Well, yeah, and the, the breads could be savory and sweet. They could, and it's all toast, you know, like olive bread. Someone be like, "What if I just wanted like a piece of bread with not toast?" I'm like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we do not serve bread here only toast bread bread's not cool yeah what are you toast. what are we in fucking soviet russia with your bread <laughs> what a fucking bread line go 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 to fucking ralph's 
fucking peasant. Uh, I think we just hatched an idea here. That's hilarious. Yeah, we're toast doing tastings. It. We should do it. That's so funny. It's like, oh no, I couldn't eat the whole piece of toast. <laughs> I need to save room to taste all the other different toasts. Yeah. How will I know which toast I like? Yeah, so look up for our pop-up uh, restaurant. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Our heralded modcast uh, toast tasting. You got anything else? I got a boner. <laughs> no, nobody <laughs> wants to hear that. Well, for toast, I got a tone toner, a toaster. Well, I think that stoner. brings us to the end, folks. Of this week's poo-poo fa-fa. Yeah, but we will be back next week with a recap of the next episode of Walking Dead. Some yep. more movies, some more reposts, some more stuff. Some more stuff for your buff. Yeah. We're thanks. gonna stuff you with with toast. We're gonna <laughs> stuff you with toast. <laughs> We're gonna make you to my toast. <laughs> Where's my toast? <laughs> you sound like Sean Connery. Oh really? I couldn't yeah, I didn't know if that was Sean Connery or not. This is my Roger Moore. This is my Roger Moore. All right. <laughs> All right. Not regular. I Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Yeah. All right. So, Roger Moore. Yeah. We have Roger Moore to come. Yeah. Join us next time. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Toodaloo. Poo poo. Bye. Bye.